the habits of self-view, self-conception, extremely strong for most people. Sit down for a period of formal meditation practice. The mind immediately goes towards, I should, I want to be, I don't want to be. Effort is made, directed by what I want, what I want to avoid, how I should be, what I want to get, I want to get rid of. So automatic, unconscious, well-worn track for most people. Practicing Dhamma, stepping out of those old tracks, not being drawn into those familiar, well-worn habits. But to notice, to see, those patterns of thinking, attitude, and to challenge them. As long as effort is made based on self-view, I want to be, I want to get rid of, I should be, I need to get, I want to become, I need to get rid of. As long as the mind believes those attitudes and takes them as real, substantial, then the effort that's made will lead to dukkha, necessarily. Things are based on self-view and ignorance, then the result is dukkha. Avicca, pachaya, sankhara, and so on, ends up dukkha. If a practice is based on vicha, freedom from self-view, of mind free of eye-making and mind-making, ahankara, mamankara. If the starting point is vicha, awareness, then the result is nibbana, peacefulness, freedom. So one of the challenges is to recognize those habits of self-creation, eye-making and mind-making, and to learn to apply effort free of self-view, free of conceit, free of I and me and mine. Which is quite possible, but first of all it needs to be acknowledged, recognized that that needs to happen needs to be effective. So the first step is noticing how strong those habits of self-creation are, how automatic it is that I want to be this way, I want to get this, I want to get rid of that. To notice how unconscious, immediate, automatic, those patterns of thinking are to catch them, challenge them, to let them go, and instead to develop the skill of 
letting effort, action, decision making, any kind of directionality that's given to the practice be based on mindfulness and wisdom, satipanya, rather than I and me and mine, self-view, conceit. So effort needs to be made, direction needs to be given, sama ditti, sama sankapon, sama vayana. These need to be actualized, brought into being. But that kind of direction, intentionality, sama sankapon, doesn't have to have any kind of self involved. Right resolution. Resolution, direction, intention, based upon Dhamma, arising from Dhamma, attuned to the Dhamma. It's quite possible. Effort, samavayamo. That sama part of it, what makes it sama is freedom from self-view. Freedom from conceit. Effort to let go of the unwholesome. Effort to cultivate the wholesome. It doesn't need to be an I who's doing the letting go. A me who's becoming something, developing something. That samma, that attuned quality, effort and intention, In its essence, it's embodying a quality of selflessness, of intention, direction, effort can be made based solely on attunement of the heart to the way things are, being the source of skillful direction, the source of skillful effort. As we engage in formal practice, developing these skills in meditation, consciously let go of any kind of self-view, any eye-making and mind-making that arises. Encourage the heart to be awake, to be alert, to be attuned to the present, and let the system adjust on its own. It's a self-adjusting universe. And the more that the heart is awake, aware, attuned to the reality of the present, then the more the direction that is taken, the effort that is made, will automatically be in accord with Dhamma, with reality. Setting the direction towards what is wholesome, what is liberating, The effort being made to let go of the unwholesome, to cultivate the wholesome. All of that can be guided, empowered by mindfulness and wisdom, free of self-view. Be awake, be aware. 
let the system adjust. Let that effort be aroused. See how that works. In those moments where there is a freedom from self-view and see. See how it works. When the mind truly awake and aware, um, there's an inclining away, a letting go of the unskillful, the unwholesome. Falls away on its own. There's an inclination towards focus, towards attention to the present, delighting in clarity, enjoying the presence of peacefulness, alertness to the present. There's no self involved, no I, the doer, I, the experiencer. In those moments of clarity, notice how that works. Feel the dynamic of that. It doesn't have to be a me who's practicing, a me who's getting anywhere, or a me who's not getting anywhere. See how that works. Intention and effort, free of self-view. The effort can be made, there can be great diligence and energy being put into the practice, but it's not stressful, burdensome. There isn't that kind of tension of the heart, me trying to get something, me trying to get rid of something. Sincere, dedicated, strong effort can be made. But it's easeful, joyful, rather than burdensome. It's a self-adjusting universe. In these moments where there is that kind of clarity, freedom from the influence of self-view and becoming, eye-making and mind-making, Notice the tone of that. When that becoming stops, the eye-making and mind-making is absent. Notice a spacious, rich, peaceful quality. The cessation of becoming is Nibbāna. Bhavā nirodo Nibbāna. Doesn't mean that we're switched off or disconnected. Doesn't mean there's no action being taken. A heart free of that grasping and becoming. Self-creating habit. The result of that is peacefulness. When the becoming stops, when there's no me trying to get somewhere, me trying to get something or be something, get rid of something, there's a spaciousness. Even if it's only there for a second, a couple of seconds, notice that. Really open the heart to that. Feel that. This is the experience of the heart free of grasping, free of becoming. It's like this. 
And then that, that very recognition, that very realization, that is the, the guiding principle. Over and over again, Lumpur Sumedha says, trust in awareness, trust in awareness. This is the, exactly the same thing. The heart is awake, aware, attuned to the present reality, and that guides skillful action, guides skillful concentration, what to focus on, what to be let go of, what to be cultivated, which direction to head. All of that arises from the attunement of the heart to the present. If there's a trust in awareness, a faith in that, then you see this life unfolding in a skillful, balanced way. There's a responsivity to the time, the place, the situation, sitting still in the temple, going out and about, do walking meditation, carry out our business, the mealtime, anamodana, or washing the dishes, carrying on with the day, all of those actions, responses, guided by mindfulness and wisdom, rising from that attunement to the present. We trust in awareness, trust in that quality of attunement, and the days unfold peacefully, easily, spaciously. Our duties get done, none of it is burdensome or stressful. There's no person trying to get something, achieve some goal. There's a personal acquisition, personal attainment. Stuff gets done, but it's not personal, it's not humble, it's not burdensome or stressful. It's not limiting in any way.